Welcome to the Energy Fellows podcast, where each episode is designed to share expertise and experiences from U.S. and global energy fellows. They provide direction and possible solutions for ultimate journey results. Here's your host, Mark Stansberry. Enabling best-in-class customer experience and operational excellence in a hyper-connected oil and gas world, TCS prioritizes problem-solving and leverages customer insights to drive real business results. To find out more, go to TCS.com. That's TCS.com. Welcome to another episode of the Energy Fellows Podcast. I'm Mark Stansbury, your host. Today, we're in for a treat and learn a lot about robotics and data management and storage and things that... When it comes to documents, you should be aware of, and especially uh, different companies and all those that are involved in that kind of thing, and we're going to talk about it. And we have an expert in that field. His name is Fadi Labib. He's an expert with Ripcord. And welcome, Fadi. Thanks, Mark. Thank you for having me today. Well, we're really excited about this. It's something that gives a different opportunity that some are not aware of when it comes to data management. And so before we get involved that way, though, and talk about your company, Ripcord. I'd like to start off with about you, Body. Tell us about your journey and please take your time on that. We'd love to hear about you and what your experience has been and what you're trying to do with Ripcord. Absolutely. My background is in robotics and automation by degree. So this is where I went to school for. And over the past seven to eight years, I've been involved with multiple companies, primarily around data, data analytics, and data implementation. As you know, data in now and in the future is going to be the main driver for all businesses. The more access to your data, the better business decisions that you can make. Over the past couple of years, I primarily shifted my focus to work within companies that primarily focus on this data and have the same vision to help our customers to be more data-driven. And I've been with Ripcord for about a year now. Part of the reason why I joined Ripcord is the innovative technology that they have both on the hardware and in the software. And I know we're going to touch a little bit on that, but that's pretty much uh, about my experience and what do I bring to the table to help my clients. Wonderful. Well, your company was started, I believe it's based in California. Can you tell us about the early days and how it originated and where it began? Yeah, absolutely. So the company was founded in 2014 by Alex Fielding. He's one of our co-founders. And Alex actually started Ripcord right after leaving NASA. So he brought some of the technologies. And the main reason was for starting Ripcord is the industry for the digitization hasn't been really evolving much over the past two decades. And you can still see it today, right? You have your local scanning bureaus. There hasn't been much innovation in the digitization space. And plus, we are expecting that this is not going to slow down. This is actually growing. And Alex's vision was we wanted to take out the world paperless one document at a time. So we engineered our robots. This is what we call our work cells in California. And Mm -hmm. this is going to be the most sophisticated digitization tool in the industry. That robots can, you know, take the boxes, remove the staples, and really give you access to your documents in almost three to four times faster your normal or your local scanning services. We came up with the technology on the paper side, and that was the primary goal to just primarily focus on the hardware 
And then we started evolving on the software side under digital ingestions. I remember, Fadi, back years ago, I'd written a book and it came out in 1991. It was called The Acquisition Process, Due Diligence, Minimize Risk, Maximize Return. And so some 30 years ago, it was all paper trail and we had one chapter on conversion of really the data and taking, if it was an acquisition, how to go from the buyer to the seller. And they may even have different systems they were using and so forth. So we had to go through the conversion process and that took quite a bit of time. And then uh, the accuracy, we were always really wanting to make sure everything's accurate and so forth. And we're going to talk about that because about your efforts, because you can take this, the robotics and make sure that it's even more accurate than ever. The efficiency is better. And so you're definitely, I wish your company had been around some 30 years ago when I was involved with acquisitions. And I know still mergers and acquisitions are going to be part of your business as well. We're speaking to Fadi Labib with Ripcord. And and we're talking about part of the digital transformation, actually, because you're looking at it from the standpoint of how to take the data and make sure it's accurate and efficient. And we want to talk more about that as well. But first of all, Ripcord started in California, but you have other, and we're talking a lot about today, really emphasizing energy, but it can apply to other sectors as well. But energy is our focus today. You have other offices or at least representatives throughout the U.S., maybe internationally? That's right. So we have multiple representatives across the U.S. and the South and Central. I'm based in Dallas, Texas, and I oversee the South Central states. We also have a couple of my colleagues in the Northeast side as well in California. And we also have an international base in Japan serving the Asian market. We actually expanded there with a partnership with Fuji, and we have our facilities that are also serving our Asian markets. And one of the largest banks in Japan as well is one of our clients. What's the website? And also, how do those that are listening, how do they get in touch? And I like to mention the website up front instead of later on, especially in this interview, because they can definitely look at the website while we're visiting and see what we're talking about as well. So we can refer to the website, but definitely would like to hear how they can contact you, especially and get more information about Ripcord. Sure thing. So the website is www.ripcord.com, R-I-P-C-O-R-D.com. And is that the best way to reach you or is there a way that's best to yeah, reach you? Yeah, you can reach me at flebabe at ripcord.com. That's my email. And also through my LinkedIn at Fatty Labib. Right. And we'll put this in the show notes as well so that you'll have that contact information for Fadi as well. Yeah, absolutely. Let's look at it from a standpoint then, carrying it from the acquisition process that I was involved with back in the 90s. And there's a lot of companies that still have that system of papers. They don't know really what to do, many companies. They're in files somewhere, in boxes somewhere, but they're still needed in their business because especially when it comes to title, geology, geophysics, there's a history that needs to be maintained. And so here you are being able to take a box of papers that need to be converted. And as far as digitalization involved, can you explain the process? You may want to start even before that, but at least I'm interested in what makes your company the way to go. Absolutely. I think, Mark, you you had the nail on the head on just turning your documents into powerful data. Today, there's a lot of companies that have the trade-off between well, some of their processes are paper, some of their processes are already digital. And then they have to find a way to connect the data. And believe it or not, there is a study that was made that 
almost 44% of all this data, whether it's in a paper format or in a digital format, is uncaptured. And even the rest of the data that was captured, 43% of that captured data is unused. So our goal and Ripcord's visions offer you a one-stop solution for all your digitization need, data accessibility, and data visibility to fuel your downstream systems, your workflow processes, and just give you access to all your data to help you make those business decisions or cost savings decisions, or even find new opportunities. And just going back in the days when you go through an M&A, actually one of our clients, it's one of the waste companies here in Texas, they grow through an M&A. So you can imagine like if you go and you acquire a company, let's say they have 300, 400 employees, and you have to merge all these employees' data into your current systems. And that includes hundreds, if not thousands of boxes of documents and all these data has to be merged into your system. It's a very time consuming, data can be lost, and it takes a lot of human power. So they tapped us to help them take all these data, all these documents, turn it into like a powerful data for them. Scanning the documents, so if you're talking about the process, how we get the boxes to our facility, we scan the documents. We use machine learning and artificial intelligence to help classify these documents. By meaning classification is once you scan a document, you have to understand a human have to name the document and classify it. This is like a W-9 or this is a W-2. This is a scout ticket. This is a well files. So our machine learning and artificial intelligence software, after scanning the document, we can actually classify it and extract the important data for you. So for our oil and gas companies, they primarily let focus on an API number and a well log or in a scout ticket. This is what they want to extract the data, or they want to maybe look at that well location, and then we maybe look at some of the notes to help them access this trap data on these documents. This is where we come in, and this is where we help them have access to this data in a timely manner. And then when we extract those data, we can give it back to them to help them analyze the data and find new opportunities or just push the data into their downstream systems. So definitely there is a lot of use and a lot of need for the digitization and the mix between the paper and digital and just having access to this trapped data and those documents. So there's been a lot of money evidently uh, saved or at least set aside that can be uh, profit in a sense for the company if it's done correctly. Is that correct? Absolutely. So just to give you like an example for one of our oil and gas company, that we were working with, they did an M&A as well for almost 2,000 wells. And in the process of ingesting all this data, your local scanning bureau would usually take about 12 to 24 months. We were able to get the data to them in three months. So that almost like 87% just decreased in time value of money. Having access to this data in a timely manner, and especially in the oil and gas industry, if today the barrel is at $80, I want to have, make sure that I have access to information that can help me find a new well, drill a new well, or maybe move away from a well and all these cost savings from that operation. And by enabling them to have access to this data within three months, they were actually able to find a new opportunities and generate over, I believe it was like 100 million barrel from one wells and having access to this data. The time value of money is one of the biggest ROIs. 
and access to the, these old legacy files that have untrapped data and giving you access to the data in, in a lean and accurate way. And when we talk about the accuracy, just to hit on that, our accuracy and our commitments to our clients can go up to 99.95% accuracy level for the extraction from the documents. That's how are we confident in our solution and our machine learning and artificial intelligence to help you have the same confidence in the data that you're using. The percentages definitely go up tremendously from the days of the 90s to now, for sure. And So if you're approached by a company in Dallas or, let's say Houston, they know that there's a need, but they really don't know what to do, what are the steps? So I know there's going to be a meeting and that kind of thing, but step by step, and where do the files go? Are they on site? Do you go on site? Do you have them shipped to you? Let's go through the process, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first steps is we would try to understand as a partner, what's your end goal, right? So my job is, I'm a consultant to you, right? My job is to understand what's the end goal that you're trying to achieve. And then we start working the process backward. So one of the things that I like about Ripcords is today, Mark, with the availability of multiple softwares and a lot of technologies, a lot of companies usually start by trying to do that on their own. They try to go and they find, a, whether it's a paper or a digital as a first step, they're trying to scan that, they're trying to find a tool that can help them extract that, and then trying to piece together a solution. Believe it or not, 70% of all these efforts fail because it is hard to find all the tools, the right tools, to put together a complete solution. And this is when they reach out to us and say, all right, this is the ultimate goal that I want. This is the workflow that I need. And this is the data that I want to access. We take that and understand your process today and work around your process and your systems in place today and deliver you that solution. So the beginning steps is understanding that end goal. The second step is if it includes paper, we work together understanding what are the data, important data fields that you need to extract. And our facilities is in California, our robots in California. This is where we handle all the digitization. We scan your documents at 600 DPI. So that gives you the highest accuracy of capture. And then we use machine learning and artificial intelligence to classify. This is all cloud-based to classify your documents, extract those data, important data points, meta fields. And then we work with you to understand where does the data needs to go? Does it need to go to your ERP system? Does it need to go to your analytics system? Does it need to go to be stored to give you access? In the past, you were involved in a lot of M&A, and that also includes a lot of audits, a lot of compliance. And maybe you want to go back and find that documents from 10 years ago. You want to have the ease of access to instantly reach that document within seconds. And that's what we bring to the table as well. You know, it's so departmentalized in companies, especially larger companies, independent as well. And that becomes an issue in the sense that I remember when we were doing mergers and acquisitions, that one department may have a really good way of filing and content and data, but another department may not. And so do you try to emphasize that it's better to go across the board, making sure each department matches up? Because it's only good if you have the data in the land department that's accurate and saying the geological department, not so much or vice versa. It needs to be all definitely be able to cross-reference 
And I found that in the past, it was not always well done. So you're able to take that data, as you mentioned, and have it where it's analyzed. And that saves money, puts the workforce to where they need to be versus having to look at how to incorporate these files. So basically what you're doing is you're taking the opportunity to help the bottom line quite a bit. Absolutely. I think this is a great point that you're bringing up, Mark. Yeah, I think that's where the bottom line is really what everyone needs these days. And you might expand on that, you know, the workforce and maybe you have some case studies or something that you can give an example of some ways that you've seen that exercised. Absolutely. I think today, especially in today's economy, the top concerns that we hear today is every CFO is on the table trying to see on the deal and trying to really figure out two things. How is that going to save me money on the long term or help me reduce my risk on the long term? I think this is the top two concerns right now. And this is where we bring to you. How can we save you money? And that money is being saved by whether reducing the human resources and a use case on that. We, I won't be able to mention the name, but we have one of the banks that we were dealing with. They really had to reallocate about 700 employees that were just dedicated into the document management. We are helping them to do that. And by reallocating that 700 employees to other functions within the enterprise, and help them that cost saving. And we can do that by using artificial intelligence and machine learning to help them streamline these processes. The other thing is by helping you on the bottom line is finding new opportunities or maybe saving you some money from maybe steering away from an opportunity. Like one of the use cases that we had that one of our clients found out, maybe that will is not going to be good for us by accessing a data and some of the legacy geological files that they had, and they stopped the operation. That's a lot of savings for them as well. So there are multiple use cases on the saving costs. From a risk standpoint, having the opportunity to access documents in a timely manner. So that way, if you are in a lawsuit and you're trying to put together all the documents needed to present in a timely manner, that's very important. Another thing from a risk perspective, Coca-Cola is one of our clients. Before we start working with Ripcord, they really had to write off over $10 million a year just for a product because they really couldn't match all the documents together and present the facts that their products were delivered. And that resulted in a write-off. With us, we were able to help them increase that accuracy, help them serve all these documents in timely and help reducing their DSOs. And that eliminated over $10 million every year from write-offs straight to their bottom line. Fantastic. Wonderful. Wonderful example of what Ripcore can do. When it comes to the size of companies or clients that you're looking for, is there kind of parameters to go by on that? I mean, small mom-and-pop company may not be the answer to what you're looking for, client, but there may be opportunities that way too. Can you expand on that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think from a size perspective, one thing to mention is it's definitely a volumes game when it comes to the paper or the digital. The higher the volume, the higher they're going to be the ROI because this is where the cost is going to be cheaper, right? So we typically look at projects of 300,000 images and above. This is where you're going to start seeing the ROI on your investment. So from a size perspective, And then from a media type, paper or digital, I know that we touched a lot on paper today. Given the nature of the energy, there's a lot of paper still involved and a lot of legacy files is still involved. 
but we also do work with digital files. So maybe, you know, I work with a company that they've done an exercise where they got everything scanned. Everything just got scanned like two, three years ago. But the problem with that is they didn't have a vision of, okay, so now we have everything scanned. What are we going to do with that scanned images, right? This is still the same. It's in a digital format, but they still can't access this data. Where we're able to help them is we ingested all this digital format. We used our machine learning and AI to classify the documents, extract the important data from them, makes these documents accessible and searchable, and take the data and push it into their downstream systems. So definitely opportunities across the board when it comes to paper and digital. But I think from a size perspective, you're talking about 300, 400,000 and above images. Right, right. Well, again, you can go to the website and find that information as to probably those parameters and at least be able to ask questions at www.ripcord.com. And Fadi will also be able to help you. We'll put that information in the show notes. What's ahead for Ripcord? Are you doing some more research, technology, innovation? Is this the final product or are there some things coming around the corner? I think we are always looking into innovating in our offering, especially around our machine learning and AI, helping our clients having access to those data and what can the data be used for. There's a lot of innovations in the hardware as well on the scanning part. That's one thing that I love about Ripcord is We're always trying to stay ahead in the industry. One of the things that differentiate us is we are a one-stop shop for all your digital transformation, digitization need. And we're always going to be working on improving that on both ends, on the hardware and the software. When it comes to energy, you're the expert for Ripcord in that area and emphasizing that area. You'll go, I guess, anywhere in this U.S. You mentioned internationally as far as your representation, but... There's a lot of opportunities, I think, here in the U.S. and North America as well. When it comes to travels, are you willing to go to other locations throughout the U.S.? And if so, what's the timeline on that? Is there a backlog or is there availability? What's the issue there? Yeah, absolutely. We're big believers on boots in the grounds. So I'm always available in person across the United States to work with our clients. So I'm always available. You can reach me at my email, flabib at ripcore.com. And when it comes to the backlog, for our audience today, we we'll always make time, Mark. So just feel free to reach out and we'll always be there for you. That's wonderful. Well, quite a journey for you individually, quite a journey for Ripcord, and the journey still moving ahead for both of you, and both you individually as well as Ripcord. And I know that those who are listening will look at the website, look up your information, and hopefully there's some opportunities to work with others here that listened. And also you can reach out to me for information as well and look at the show notes. This has been a great time. Uh, This is an introduction time. I'm hoping that Fadi will come back in weeks ahead to discuss in more detail, as well as case studies and things like that, because this is a great opportunity for our industry, energy industry, is having Fadi and Ripcord be available to help us in this effort. So thank you, Fadi, for being on today. We thank you for this effort that you're doing. It's a great service for the energy industry. And again, thank you for being on the Energy Fellows. Thank you, Mark. It was a pleasure to be on here. Well, thank you. Really appreciate that. And I will end by saying that the future of energy depends on us, depends on all of us. So that's why you should probably look at Ripcord as well for opportunities in your future. Thank you for listening to the Energy Fellows. 
I'm Mark Stansbury, your host. Join us again next week on the Energy Fellows Podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. To learn more, go to OGGN.com. Oh,